Welcome to your weekly corner spatey. Uh, it is myself, Nick, and I'm joined with uh, the lovely Kieran. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on, hang on, step off. I am lovely. You are. <laughs> and Yay. And Yulia's here. Hi. She's I'm also back. lovely. She's also lovely. Yeah, um, super lovely. Rob <laughs> is uh, uh, practicing settler colonialism and is in the United States celebrating mm, Thanksgiving. Mm. He is canceled. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Rob's canceled. Um, no, Rob will be giving us a, a dispatch. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Of, hopefully. Of um, you know doing the Trotskyist thing of then implementing himself within the system of settler colonialism in order to <laughs> overthrow mm. it. Definitely oh. not just becoming a cog in it at all. Of course not, never. Uh, naturally, this is to all the members of the Micmac tribe, this is your three-week head start. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this week, um, it's th- this is it. This is the episode that we've got requested so many times by everyone, obviously. This is our three-hour special on everything China. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are going to be discussing uh, uh, internment camps. We're going to be mm-hmm. discussing Hong Kong. Yep. We're um, going to do this all without a guest who knows anything about China. Yep. It's just going to be us giving uh, giving you uh, our, our, uh, our opinion for, well, for three hours. To be fair, Nick, that's, uh, we do have a guest, which is the very silent Xi Jinping body pillow in the fourth <laughs> chair with us right now. Yeah. Um, no, just kidding. We would never do that. <laughs> we'll never discuss China. It's too hot a topic. Yeah, yeah. I know we will discuss China. Just yeah, my phone to... is listening. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone turn off your Should phone. We yeah. all have a Chinese phone. You record into a Chinese laptop. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, uh, we're kind of like going to do a, a, a grab bag that's not so casual this time. Mm. Very. Uh, there's been a lot in the news, at least in Europe and yeah. specifically Germany. Um, we could talk about the manifestos that the UK's political parties have been releasing, mm. all of which labors are complete dumpster fires or yeah. just calls for genocide, depending yeah. on. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to the traveler community we we definitely have to do a traveler episode because no one in the continent knows who the fuck they are but the important thing to know is that they are an ethnic group recognized by the un and the tories have a whole section in their manifesto about how they're basically going to genocide them so that's fun heard that before yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so we're going to be talking about a, a, a different uh, type of of uh, uh, groups that uh, live in a this uh, a, a country if you uh, a will <laughs> Um, called Germans. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who? <laughs> yeah, and how they suck. Never heard of it. No, so... Uh, uh, oh, hey. The the dogs came. Yeah. <laughs> what do we have to offer them? <laughs> we have no gifts to bear. Um, yeah, so this has been kind of the, the, the two points that I saw that just really kind of struck me as weird this week was one, this... I don't know which one we want to do first. The yeah, site one or... Definitely the Zeit one first, yeah. because it's, it's also we're pointing out that there is something that weird that did happen in German like Twitter that we are ignoring this week, which is um, CDU talking about their fetishes. Uh, I did not see that. Did you not see that? No. The, the Black Zero fetish tweet. Oh, God, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the CDU had a picture of like... The Black Zero. Just as a leather daddy. Oh, yeah, as a leather daddy. That. Oh, yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah. oh, my God. They know that it's bad. They just fucking love yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. Well, we can talk about the Schwarzenegger a different time because that's a whole thing we have to break down economically oh, yeah, about yeah. why it's garbage. I like garbage. to talk about that yeah. because that has yeah. a lot to do with everything. Yeah. <laughs> like but with yeah, economics yeah. in Germany, but also in, in Europe the EU. As a whole, yeah, yeah, exactly. How it just fucks everything yeah, for everyone like else. Yeah, like Greece, for example. Yeah, yeah but you know. <laughs> 
They deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> Those lazy. That's why. That's why Germany's a leather daddy. Ah. <laughs> Doug, good. Greece is little like. Just loves being domed. Yeah, yeah. gotta be punished it. for oh, yeah. it. Like, <laughs> and, like fin doming is a thing. Like, yeah, of course. I love like I have a pretty stable like job and career, but like fin doming <laughs> does sound like a great <laughs> life path of just like you get access to a rich person's money and their fetish is you spend it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. There are actually like people, uh, there are sites for people, but there are also people on Tinder saying like, oh yeah, I I want to clean your house, but I also want to buy shit for you, like. Go shopping, spend my money. I'm like, that's called that's called that. <laughs> being a rapper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but no. So th- there was um, for our 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 non-German listeners and whatnot. There yeah. was th- there's been a debate of the last few months that then has been shipped over. I would say from the U.S. right mm. of the you know the political correctness debate. Oh. Yeah, I feel you, pup. Sorry, we have the 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 pups in the background, and uh, the uh, yeah. So Germans being obviously the most uh, uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Racist. Racist. No, no, no. Of course not. Never. Uh, uh, they're just the most oppressed group of peoples within Europe, obviously. And there's Germans? yes, yeah. of course. And there's been this very much like trying to then make normal Germans feel this like weird victim complex just because j- racism in Germany is like s- not really been discussed in terms of like speech yeah. and whatnot. I think mm-hmm. that we've briefly touched on this topic before about just how like German politicians have just thrown the N-word around and stuff yeah. like that willy-nilly up until very recently. And even then, that's not even yeah. like, like it's probably still a thing. There's so many idioms in German yeah. that are always like related to minority groups or something like that. So like... I don't know. <laughs> the famous <laughs> German idiom of um, Türkengehen, for example. Oh, no, I, yeah. <laughs> or like. Or like. Um, uh, it directly I, translated, it means you can't have your cake and eat it too, N word four times. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So this, this debate's kind of switched modes from that sense of like 70% of Germans feel that they can't save their opinion, which is good. I think 70% of Germans was just should Was it 70 or was it 60? It was 60 or whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. It just so happened that their opinion is the N-word for them. Yeah. yeah. And, and then you're like, like they like they interview these like people on the street, you know, just like, oh, uh, I think that just Germany's too PC because I mm. can't, you know... I can't go to the bakery anymore and order. <laughs> I can't write slurs in excrement on <laughs> on a synagogue anymore. And <laughs> yeah, and, and the swastika is just like an Indian like. <laughs> 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 Jesus yeah, but so now the oh thing is God. like the thing is kind of shifted a little bit to then where. It's just become that like Germans just really want to say these things now, and there was mm-hmm. a, the there was the cover of Zeit magazine, yeah. which is their their quarter monthly or quarterly magazine that they do. That there's just mm. it's just liberal dog shit. Mm. But it's Zeit, so I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Lots, of, lots of newspapers have that like you yeah. know, Sunday yeah. issue or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, like yeah. the New York Times magazine. Or yeah. Whatever. yeah. So theirs was <laughs> it had a picture of a uh, chocolate kiss. Yep. 
or a, 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 a what are they called? Shaumkusa? Shaumkusa or yeah, yeah. Shokokusa. Yeah. Uh, names that you can say that are not racist for what they yeah, are, which yeah, are yeah. completely... And then I'm... More accurate. <laughs> like, this is what it is. Like, seriously. And it's like, wait, there's no black people in this. <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> what the fuck? And this is just chocolate and cream. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the picture on it is then just like, yeah. yo, what's this called again? Like, <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Nick was so concerned that I didn't understand this, but I was like, no, no, this is pretty clear. I, I get this. <laughs> like, it's yeah. in German. Yeah. Oh my god! Why why is it red? By the way, like what what does this red? It's the socialism like breaking through, telling you that you should not say the n word. Yes, uh, like, that's what socialism is. Yeah. It's, it's that's kind it. Of like, why? Like who chooses? It's actually the predator just like zooming in on it, it about looks really to attack. Like, somehow, I don't know. Like I don't know. It literally <laughs> looks like the thing, like 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 the laser pointer the predator yeah, has, the yeah, like yeah. triangular one that yeah. then like the like weird like. For anyone who doesn't like, so if I get this correct, because you know different types of chocolates are different parts of the world, mm-hmm. it is just like what um, half a pill shape, basically, kind of largish. Yeah, half it's a, a marshmallow. A dough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Marshmallow covered with in a waffle. With the a bottom. waffle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're not very good. Yeah, I left to also add that too. It's it's one of Germany's worst exports. Actually, on like, oh, shut um, up. Do you like them? Well, on kids' parties, you would get white bread rolls, and you would put this. In between, like you would cut it open and put like a chocolate. Oh my god, what? And, <laughs> and then you would eat it. Oh my god, what? <laughs> no, scrap, oh. scrap the rest of this episode. We're just doing this. <laughs> First of all, what are you doing at kids' parties? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just storm them for the Shaco Kusa. <laughs> It's that and potato smiley faces. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are cool. Those though. are cool. But okay, good, perfect example right there. Kieran learning German right there called it the proper name without having to use the N word because I, there I, is I, a name for these things that is not racist. Yep. <laughs> and the so, fact that the site has to just be like like, oh, I want to say it. What is this thing called? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way they phrase it because it was like Viva uh, Nachmal correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Correct to vert. Like, it was like, but it is just very kind of like casual beta. It's like, like, what was what was the correct? I, I forgot <laughs> myself. I uh, uh, well, you just like twist into a swastika, <laughs> 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 to, like, like, twist <laughs> your own body. There's actually there's actually an Austrian uh, like Schlager singer whose cover of his thing is his body contorted yeah. into a swastika. Oh my god, is it that weird rock Schlager guy? Oh my god, what's his name again? I forget. How can I forget? Yeah, because. Yeah. Like not DJ Happy Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. That DJ Happy Vibes like biggest inspiration. I was like, yo, bro, if I fucking lived in Austria, I'd I be contorting myself so into a swastika as well. He, he was the sixty-three percent of the survey who was just like, I can't even make swastika as my album cover anymore. <laughs> if I lived in Austria, where people are free to have swastika covered albums, so th- the thing is actually like, side tries to do like a woke turn on this, like saying, okay, um, like lang- policing language. Um, mm-hmm. is um, or oh, in quotes um, um, is something that the elites do and when you don't have a certain mm. background or a certain like education how would you know that you can't say the n-word well, and that is yeah. that's the thing that I think that uh, I don't remember if it was um, I think you know I'm going to be cancelled because I'm mm. quoting some uh, uh, left lib bullshit but I think uh, Bas- 
Bashkar from uh, 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 Jacobin okay. wrote an article mm-hmm. in The Guardian about how like unions used to yeah. be this method of the anti-racism for working class people and how, yeah, this elitist policing of language is obviously problematic because it does it is, it is a top-down structure of mm-hmm. you know academics telling you what you can and can't say yeah. but then there there have been and there still are grassroots organizations of workers of people yeah. then who aren't these academics who then have done this language you know not, not, i wouldn't even call it like language po- but policing because it is a direct way of interacting with people of like hey yeah like you know you work with you know people then who don't look like you and don't have the same beliefs and practices yeah. as you yeah. And it's been a much more successful way of then getting working class people to, you know, uh, be more actively like like you you can be anti racist in 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 you know your theory or be socialist or whatever, and then still harbor a lot of these things. I can totally understand that from a country that then is quite homogeneous up until very recently. Now, I guess Germany was never really homogeneous, but a, a white country like Germany. Yeah, yeah. I, I find like saying something like uh, language policing is actually... Yeah, yeah. it's a top-down mechanism exactly, of academics. And, yeah. and I find like if you call everything, if you correct someone, for example, and say, oh, this kind of hurts me, Hurts me if you mm. if you use this kind of language um, to describe me, for example, or, you know, to put a label on me... Um, I wouldn't call it language policing because that is actually like it reproduces this um, idea that it is this only this top-down yeah. structure. Yeah, because like policing implies that the consequences are like punishment. Criminal, yeah, <laughs> or fine. Oh, you're going to the language gulag. Yeah, 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 yeah. because like it, it's it's yeah. it's not even like even if it comes from this top-down perspective, it is like at best a suggestion. Like, yeah, yeah, or will be slightly mean to you if you say the wrong word. And at the same time, the position that it's all coming from top down is very, very patronizing as well. That, like, there isn't any kind of, like, anti-racist working class or that the the term that's directed at is are people who aren't working class for some strange reason. Yeah, exactly. And and it's the thing, like, um, I think you wanted to make this point if, if, like, in in workers' unions or something like that, you you have people... that come from like the same background as you and say, okay, this hurts me. And, and um, you know, it's it's more uh, sort of like political education than it is language policing. Yeah, of course. That yeah, that's a, be- that, that, that's a much better way yeah. of, of wording it. Yeah, because there's, and like, I think that too for a country, like I was trying to iterate earlier before the dog went outside, <laughs> <laughs> is that then... Um, like in a case of like Germany, you're just like any I would say like white Western European country, which then typically has a workforce that then up until very recently was mostly white. Mm-hmm. I mean, what the German workforce became, you know, more ethnically diverse through reconstruction of Europe, you know, where you have like mm-hmm. the Gastarbeiter program and whatnot, yeah, yeah. which then yeah. Germany wanted to get rid of immediately. And yeah. there was like a very, I mean, we can talk about then like <laughs> the, the, the problems that Germany just never integrated people. Like language mm-hmm. was like not, a, like if they yeah, taught you German, that yeah. would be like, they'd have to pay you more money, yeah. which is still also a thing because today. because they thought like, oh, they're going back anyway. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's like and now, at some point after like 40 years. Yeah, four or five <laughs> generations later, yeah. you know. They're like, which, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. learned recently about like migrant schools. Like the, there, there's separate schooling systems or like a separate yeah. class. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but then still, like the thing that then like unified a lot of these people then is when then these you know is is being part of a workforce within mm-hmm. a country mm-hmm. like Germany, and it's very interesting too that then that a lot of these barriers though even though Germany has a big like union based society and you, like it's a different argument for West and East Germany obviously because they both dealt with the problem much differently, mm-hmm. but it's 
it's one that's like kind of been dealt with at a union level, but then mm-hmm. the structure of German unions is even weirder because they're top down within mm. itself yeah, from like yeah, the yeah. SPD or whatever. Yeah, it's because like uh, you have this weird like tri-party system yeah. of like b- bargaining, like um, what's it called? Uh, collective bargaining. Collective bargaining. Yeah. yeah. And so they kind of like very established a lot yeah. of the unions. So you don't have that radical, non-hierarchical um, structure anymore. You know. Yeah. That, yeah. You have the Gewerkschaftsboss, yeah. <laughs> and they're gonna sit down on to on the table with the other bosses <laughs> and like doing boss, boss shit. Boss, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> boss mode. mode. Yeah, I was about to say like going <laughs> beast mode. <laughs> yeah, uh, I found out that my boss's uh, playlist at work is called Beast Mode, and made me want to fucking cringe <laughs> because he's an absolute piece of shit. Oh who, of God. course, would have a playlist called Beast Mode. Yeah. Well, that only reminds me of that one T-shirt that I um, really, really wanted to buy. It's one of those auto-generated T-shirts on Facebook, which was like a gorilla <laughs> lifting weights, and it was it like, said, "Don't fuck." with this anime loving no. <laughs> dog loving no because this is the time when i had successfully broken my facebook algorithm so it was like the t-shirt said forget beast mode time to go bosnian mode <laughs> <laughs> yes and the t-shirt the gorilla was wearing was just the bosnian flag that's sick I want that i'm t-shirt. so confused <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What? It was very poorly photoshopped onto the gorilla's body. <laughs> Did you order this shirt? No. I've got I've I've got a t-shirt on my on the way coming that's uh, one of the sailor scouts where with an AK-47 and a balaclava over their face and just says Chucky Arla on it. But it's like one of the characters from Sailor Moon. Yeah, uh, yeah. it was it's the it's the new Ballin uh, Super, Ballin Super yeah, it's on the way. I'm I'm so excited for it. All those but shirts are made for you. They are. <laughs> but yeah, but anyway, like um it's it's such a weird like thing to discuss that like Germans feel insulted that they can't use these terms anymore to to describe chocolate or like baked goods or something because you have that a lot with chocolate and baked goods like you have this Sarotti case for example so we all know that the I don't know maybe we don't all know but there's this chocolate in in Germany and it um has a very it had a very racist label um mm. Of I don't know actually what the explanation. I have to look it up. I'm sorry. It was like a. Um, it it was basically a minstrel, uh, but like yeah. dressed as like a sultan, kind of thing. Yeah, this. Uh, this it's this. very. Confu- it, it falls into the the great old like, um, orientalism. It has like a history of like um, Kaiserreich and shit like that. Right. So there's like some weird shit. But it's on. all the peoples that Germany wish that they conquered into one caricature. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Uh, but it is that... Um, I love that book, Orientalism by Edward Said. Uh, uh, someone fucking just dropping bangers over here that they read. That was the yeah, only book I had to read for my weird anime thesis in college. Um, I'll explain later. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it does have this whole thing of like the history of... Orientalism and Orient studies was just Europe being like everything south and east of here is the same. So it would just be like exotic. Yeah, basically, <laughs> it would just be like a Tibetan guy like riding an African elephant, hunting lions, and then like a black guy wearing a turban. And you're like, yeah, all right, we've just we just put this all in a big boggle box and shuck it around. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So yeah. Oh shit! I lost my. You're fine. Thought. 
the, the chocolate guy with the sultan guy in the front yeah, yeah. and and like it, it is it is very obviously like a racist caricature like mm. like you just said um and so now i think did they make him yeah they made him, they white, made him white but he still but has golden white yeah, yeah it's very like, confusing he still wears like a turban the and, dress and is the same basically the clothes are the same so it's like and it was a big discussion back then like when people said like oh, <laughs> why do we have to do that <laughs> wasn't <laughs> like, this like the light couture debate of like like 10 no wait, like 15 <laughs> 20 years ago and it was just all this thing about, like, or, or am I wrong about that? I always feel that, like, Germany being openly racist was, like, a part of the light couture debate of, like, this is just who we are. Like, don't, like, you may not like it, but this is being German. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, that's mm -hmm. kind of what's happening with the Schwarte Piet thing yeah, yeah, yeah. in the Netherlands. Like, this is our culture. That's their defense of ah. it. And, <laughs> I mean, this this was also, like, Racist packaging is like a story as old as time. Like the UK used to have like a brand of jam that just had mm. like a racist caricature of an Indian person on it. Mm -hmm. The US has that like for, I mean, look everything. At just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at just look, look at like the, what is it? Like Aunt Uncle Jemima Ben's. and Uncle Ben. Uncle oh, Ben yeah. still makes me yeah. feel somewhat yeah, yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, fucking great. I love all of this. <laughs> actually, th actually, this uh, 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 caricature um, is kind of like, brings it all together because it's like this weird thing that happened during the second German Kaiserreich, yeah, mm -hmm. um, that um, the word, the like German N-word, you know, you have the German N-word, but you also have the M-word, mm. um, and you still have a lot, like you have streets in Berlin still like called this. Yeah. Um, Carrot Street. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, for those <laughs> exactly who don't know, if street. you mispronounce the word for carrot... Which is or carrots, the plural of Möhren. Mm -hmm. If you replace the O with a normal O, you get the N word in German, yeah. which I could imagine being a very big folly that then a lot of Germans, like you know, people who are learning German, just yeah. accidentally <laughs> drop that. Yeah. Kieran's learning German in Germany. Pro tip number one: say Karotten. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yep, easy. <laughs> you will never accidentally say the N word. Actually, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Every time I say that, it's like Kurotten is like a slur for a time. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, actually, when you say Rüben, you can put the. No. What? What's going to happen now? What? What? Well, if which you say people Rüben, group are we doing? No, Rüben. You put the M word in front of it without the Ö. So I, I won't say it, but like. What is with what is with this fucking language? <laughs> Holy like, shit! Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just, don't want to teach let's anyone. Just, so let's just take, let's just take vegetables, slightly mispronounce them. By the way, they're racial slurs now. So yeah. that then these these very basic everyday words that you can say, yeah, may be racist. But, yeah, what I want to say where that word comes from? It's um, actually it was like a term to um, to uh, to call people. It was a term, from, of, it was a term from of endearment. Mauritian, as far yeah. as uh, wait. Is it? Yeah. Um, and actually, like, also a term that was uh, used for, like, Berbers um, and... and um, like oh, okay. Arabic. I know the yep. English equivalent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the English equivalent, weirdly, is not a slur, but it's just a really outdated term for yeah. everyone from Africa. Yeah, yeah exactly. And more. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because, um, like, that's one of, the, one of the knights of the round table was, like... Yeah. Uh, was, like, Philip the Moor or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Why yeah, does it still sound like, problematic to no, me? No, I mean, it's like, you know, when there's like, there's two Joshes on the team. One's White Josh and one's... Nice <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the round table. Yeah. So, yeah, that is where, yeah, that's the origin of that yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is actually then like the Sarotti Zaro- uh, guy is kind of like, I, I don't know the whole history. I, I, I used to know why like he's dressed like that and stuff like that because they made up kind of like a story about him being, I don't know, being like a, s- oh my God, like a servant in Germany for like, <laughs> aristocratic people yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just every german's like, wet dream of what they yeah. could do to people then who are not from germany yeah <laughs> oh, this, this, this. <laughs> yeah. I, really, I really like the idea of all the like 65 percent of germans wish they could do that. <laughs> <laughs> 63 percent of people of uh, germans can express their opinion which is i want a slave that is somehow simultaneously African, Muslim, and Slavic at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds accurate. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like slightly back to then, like the th- like like the idea then of this yeah. being like German culture and whatnot. Oh I think. Well, no, no, no. Hold yep. up. I think that it actually is then ultimately with every Western white European nation is that you, like when people go and like this is like 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 the argument in the US right now mm-hmm. like this isn't us blah 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 mm-hmm. German like well, all of western Europe yeah. is, is constructed on this, yeah, yeah, this yeah, just yeah. incredibly racist thing it, so when, it when, is when, you yeah <laughs> so I can actually then understand like like not that I understand the, the point but when people are like oh yeah no this is German culture they're actually right yeah. like this is German culture is, and it sucks yeah, the, the problem is that we here have a, a um, like a, an understanding of culture of always being something that culture. is positively like connotated so like yeah. culture is something good like yeah. in in this in there's like or the, argument or at the and very least cannot be changed exactly yeah, cannot yeah. be changed is like always there yeah. is reproduced and th- that is the funny thing this re- uh, like reproduction of it that's a problem like it's not it's not necessarily there you're not born with it like you're not you don't yeah. come out of it and say like oh my god i want this n-word <laughs> Kuss, kiss, yeah. <laughs> whatever. You cannot <laughs> take that away from me. <laughs> yeah, and I want it. And I <laughs> Sorry, can we just rename the cho- the the German version of like blacked.com to shakukus? <laughs> just. <laughs> 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 All right, you guys can you can keep calling the chocolate a slur, but we're going to rename this Black Dom website. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, so God. it's like, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, uh, what did I want to say? Yeah, what I wanted to say is like this argument also like in the Netherlands saying like, oh, this is our culture. Yeah. Mm. Well, it culture. is part of the culture, and it is still problematic and that's a problem yeah, you yeah. know it's like because it, it becomes like some cultural rel- relativism if you say like as long as it's part of a culture it's a it's good inherently thing. good it's, yeah. yeah it's yeah, inherently yeah, yeah. good or it's like always there and it's natural and yeah. it's like leftists do this with like like with oppressed peoples a lot yeah, yeah. There, there, there's there a is an equivalent i think that there is yeah. like a, an equivalent of then you can do is in the sense of like um and it isn't all leftists but like these very weird groups that then maybe are more or less maybe not completely cultural relativist but then they'll be mm. like and it goes back to the thing that, that that i've said before of like you find out the u.s is bad and that the west is bad so then everything that mm-hmm. then isn't the west are like this is good pure and fantastic yeah, 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 exactly. and you get this like yeah. weird backwards or yeah. like it's still it's still orientalism yeah, yeah. yeah it is it, yeah it's the reverse of like these kind of people though yeah. where they're just like 
oh yeah, um, Svarta Pete and my racist chocolate is like a part of our culture. Yeah. Therefore, <laughs> it cannot be changed and it also might be good. Yeah. But also, <laughs> I'm very critical of like Middle Eastern cultures. Yeah. Uh, that can be changed yeah. and it's all bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like the, it's, it's like the just exact opposite image of that for them. Yeah, so, but mm-hmm. uh, the thing that, and I always kind of like the funny thing too is that then, because you were saying too that then like culture is this like you know ever changing thing and whatnot mm-hmm. like culture is literally just like that like cartoon thing of like a guy going down and like on a on a snowy mountain and then yeah. it becomes a snowball like over time and it's just like yeah yeah like it's this is it like not that it's like accidental like there's a lot of things of going course, on yeah, in yeah. order for then the guy to become a massive snowball yeah, at the end that then he's trapped also, inside of yeah him. especially like you have a lot like um, directions and and or like. I want if if we uh, say it was uh, like Said like um um well text that goes yeah. into it oh, mm-hmm. I'm talking about te- text now oh my god, oh god. <laughs> yeah For, and then now you're going to start talking about sp- uh, spaces and bodies now uh, no <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but yeah descriptions and descriptions that are like then reproduced and yeah I'm using this a lot but Ooh. then what no, just no come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. No, I, I wasn't. I wasn't stopping you from speaking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what did I want to say? Yeah, yeah. What you said with the snowball, of course. Like, um, it's it's not like it's something that only happens ex- uh, accidentally. You have a lot of influence by like people that are influential that are writing the discourse or that are like, oh fuck, I sound like I read. I've read too much. Postmodernist. Yeah, but that is But yeah, that they is are actually right about that. Point. Yeah, yeah not exactly. right entirely, but they. Yeah, because this is always the thing that I always like. Uh, somewhat lean postmodernist, but then like disagree with some like hardcore Marxists. I'm sorry, <laughs> but like the whole like uh, politics downstream from culture and the reverse type of thing, which like postmodernist think culture like influences people, and then the opposite is true for basically Marxists. But like, I feel like it's like culture can or media and stuff can influence people but to an extent like i don't think there's going to be like a piece of media that will get everyone into like there's not going to be a film that's going to be like okay and now socialism we all did it (laughs) but like fascism tried that remember like i mean like triumph of the will is exactly that you know it's this thing of them like here's our project and to 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 a lesser degree the early soviet film like (gasps) The what? great artists like Akhtiapra and yeah, Pachomkin. Yeah. I mean, it is, but I mean, like the the, the the you have to then look at in the sense of like, what is the function of film then in like well, you know, it's 1920. beautiful and it celebrates yeah, yeah. the revolution. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I think that then, like, but that's why I say to like a lesser extent is yeah. that then the so like Agit Prop. It, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's cool. But yeah. the like Triumph of the Will is like literally then the sense of like this is what the Nazi project is going to look like, yeah. and this mm. is then our end goal, and this movie is supposed to be the thing that then inspires you to then get behind you know and like it i mean obviously it wasn't just the movie that then was successful in doing (laughs) that but i would it'd be very like It'd be very hard to look Hitler at the guy. or something. I don't know. It'd be very hard to look at the at the you know at the at the Nazi regime without them looking at obviously the very strong propaganda oh, yeah, image yeah, of them like being the 
the product, like being this like product of like you know racial history or whatever yeah. the fuck that they pretended themselves being, yeah. and how that was an implemental part in that. And there we can also again see that culture is nothing that only like that comes naturally or something. If you have an agenda, you can like oh yeah, entirely yeah. manufactured. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> anyone who like who like, thinks that otherwise is probably a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just a. <laughs> This is who I am. It's naturally occurring. It fell off a tree. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful white Aryan tree. Yeah. <laughs> this tree is very sick. <laughs> it shouldn't be this color. Um, actually, like, would that be a? Would that be like an oak tree? It's an Aryan tree. Uh, I don't know. All I know is that this I tree is, is just as. It's just as. It's just a symbol. This this tree is actually just a symbol of peace in Hindi. So, uh. <laughs> swastika tree. Oh my god! And DJ Happy Vibes sees it and falls to his knees in my next album. <laughs> um, Which, okay. thanks to fucking PC culture, he can't do. No, it's only released in Austria. <laughs> um, the special Austrian cover. <laughs> my Austrian label released it. Um, yeah, so. I guess that brings us to our next topic. Mm-hmm. Not really related at all. Well, we talked. We touched. We touched on fascism. Yeah, so fascism is yeah. bad. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about uh, something completely different from fascism, but anti-anti-fascism, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is different somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess we're talking about uh, a wonderful organization in Germany that mm-hmm. has recently had its NGO status removed for, I guess, just being too powerful. Um, yeah, <laughs> they, uh, you know, I, I, uh, this is, this is a thing, like, there's multiple levels of this that are ridiculous. One, that then this is an NGO mm-hmm. for, uh, Yulia can, can explain first. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. so the German name of this organization is super long, but it would be, like, um, that's the culture. Vereinigung der Verfolgten des Nazi-Regimes, Bund der Antifaschistinnen und Antifaschisten. And it was founded in 1947. Which, which means? Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, so they, like, like, for a lot of people, it's probably what's happening to me when I first moved to Moabit, <laughs> where it's like, Nazi is in the title of this. I can't tell if this is pro or against Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, Verfolgt uh, is like, Verfolgte uh, is... The persecuted, persecuted per- yeah, uh, yeah, persecuted, yeah. So it's the associate association of persecuted people, like uh, being persecuted by the Nazi regime. Um, Bund, how would you explain Just that? A group, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, Bund is is, is a special like term, but yeah, yeah a group um, of anti-fascists. Like both female and association male. Of <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't say association twice. Well, or like Vereinigung and Bund is. No, it's because English lacks d- different words. Yes. Yeah, because we have like somehow see, we have so see. many. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay. It is. Where is the name? In the beginning. Holy shit. Well. Yeah, I said. Yeah, come on. <laughs> no, Nick is, not, Nick is not ready for this. <laughs> so the. Vereinigung is literal unification, but yeah, no, it would be like the. Uh, yeah, well, so you can, yeah, association, yeah. unified association for the persecuted of the Nazi regime, and the uh, uh, association of anti-fascists, men and women. Yeah, men and, <laughs> and women, and yeah, yeah. everyone. <laughs> everyone, everyone yeah. who's an anti-fascist. So yeah, yeah, and it was founded in 1947. So as one as the like as like. So fucking early. Like Hot on the heels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, one of the first 
Guys, I've taken two years to think about it. <laughs> All that shit before was bad. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was founded by survivors of like concentration camps yeah. and, and people that were persecuted. So and it's a very like well it says it says like my vereinigung. Uh, so it's a very like it's a unification like of everyone that was actually, you know A unified front would be the 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 nice boy that yeah uh, I like that yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all, we all, everyone on the left likes a good front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah. Put a red in front of it. <laughs> 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 and um, yeah, so somehow in Germany, and we had this already with um, attack uh, happening. Um, so you know what attack is, yeah. Please explain for our listeners. Oh uh, shit. Well, attack. Uh, that's without the K, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it is actually, um, uh, it's a criti- like they're critical of like globalization and wait, I could be wrong, right? The Association for the Taxation of the Transactions, Finances and Actions of Citizens, an activist organization originally created to promote the establishment of tax on foreign exchange transactions. Yeah. So yeah, yeah they're like uh, globalisierungskritisch and like. Yeah. Stuff like that. So they were also like they, they had this status. So in Germany, you can have that status of like being an associ- association, non-profit. but also in, yeah, a nonprofit. But mm-hmm. but um, like you have to have this. Um, you have to be of benefit to the society. Um, mm. And somehow the German finance ministry is allowed to take that status away from you if they decide that you are not beneficial to the society anymore. And during these times, I mean, who would think that a anti-fascist group of like uh, Holocaust survivors would <laughs> like be of any benefit to the society? Yeah, what and are they going to do? Stop fascism? <laughs> yeah, like seriously. <laughs> yeah, and the thing so, that I thought about it that was just the funniest is that it's actually not funny at all. Yeah, is that um, they gave their reasoning for it is that like, oh, they're just, just they're just too close to political parties. Like yeah, 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 they, yeah, yeah. they said yeah. they were too close to the left, so and that they were potentially exactly. too close to the K to 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 the DKP, who is a <laughs> microscopic party. Yeah. And so it's, Democratic it's Communist Party is that? No, the German Communist German Party. Communist yeah. Party. Yeah, yeah. They they can't be called the KPD they, they because of the, the 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 their band. Yeah. Uh, right. One of the yeah. two banned parties in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Other ones are the Nazis. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, yeah, uh, I find it, uh, first of all, I find it kind of interesting that this is a decision made by the Ministry of Finance in Germany. The great like, Leninist Olaf Scholz. <laughs> exactly. He yeah. was a great mayor for Hamburg. He's a great minister of finance. Yeah, we know what right. happened to Hamburg. Yeah. He really loves anti-fascists, doesn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, and one of the, like, uh, honorary... Um, 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 no more. My English is gone today. Vorsitzende. Use heads. Heads. Yeah. yeah, that sounds so. Chairman. Corporate. Yeah, chairman. Yeah, let's yeah. say that one of the honorary uh, chairpersons. Chairpersons. Yeah. Um, is um um is uh and she is also like a survivor, like of um, of, Auschwitz, the, of right? Auschwitz. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she wrote this letter to Olaf Scholz. Oh, and good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an open letter. And it makes a lot of good points because he says, like, okay, so, like, as a survivor of Auschwitz, I am kind of like um, this painful 
reminder to Germany, you know, um, that the Holocaust happened and that the Nazis happened. So people like to give me medals and stuff like that. So like Bundesverdienstkreuz and, and shit. So this is like a... Um, you like have the, that in it's America. It's like the Presidential well. Medal of Freedom. Exactly. Stuff like yeah, that. yeah, that shit. <laughs> Which is what that uh, dog recently got. I yeah. Think. It's like a, I can't remember the neutral term, but it's just like country honor or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. National honor. I think National honor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and she got like two, like she got the, like the, there's different grades of it, I think. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every country, I think everyone but the US has that. Yeah. The US just has one stupid medal. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And she says, yeah, she is like, um, thankful for like receiving them because it, for her, it's like um, a sign that like her uh, um, the work that she and and others other anti-fascists put in it uh, is actually like honored. But then she says like at the same time this is fucking biased. She doesn't say fucking biased, but that's what <laughs> I say. It is fucking biased that yeah, as as a like aushänger shit, as like a um, poster child, you know, mm -hmm. you receive these medals, mm. but um, when you actually do your anti-fascist work, suddenly you get your, 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 your like tax uh, exemptions or what is it called, like uh, yeah, yeah, tax yeah, yeah um, taken away from you because now you're suddenly too left wing in a time where we really, really need anti-fascist work yeah, yeah, and yeah. actions. Well, I think this, yeah, and this this really boils down to the sense of what we've discussed multiple times on the show is that it, to anyone then who is going to be surprised when the CDU starts working with the AFD, mm -hmm. like, is an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Because they've been, I mean, even like, I, we, Kieran and I joked last week when, when you weren't here mm -hmm. about the, which uh, 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 was last night, they never posted the uh, the location for it. But oh, the, yeah. the uh, Junge Union or whatever, the uh, oh. uh, Schlager gegen Links, oh yeah. like there is an in, like, <laughs> and if you looked at them, the things of like what they were doing online, it was all like, it was like these like different things of of this against you know uh, Antifa, this against the one that got me the best was mm. it was like something against Bolshevismus, which is an old Nazi thing. Yeah. Of like what the, the threat of Judeo Bolshevism. Oh my god! And whenever oh, wait, we all know that Junge Un was it? Wait, who was it? Was it? Junge Union? Yeah, of course. Junge Union are the fucking like they're they're the the far right youth of yeah. their party. They're fucking Have idiots. Have you ever seen their posters? Like yeah. it's sexist. It's racist. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, 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 fun. But and I just think it's really weird, like that it's it's that gets kind of unchecked of that like everyone laughed mm -hmm. at it because it was ridiculous and stupid, yeah. obviously, and they should like I really that hope must that have they're been that such a boring party. <laughs> yeah, I really hope that that party never actually happened yeah. because they didn't post anywhere online where it was. We actually had people ask us like on where Twitter, it was yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. And we had to write them be like, Yeah, they didn't post <laughs> they yeah. didn't post a new location we were looking. Shit, we should like put an informant into the Junger and Yon. Oh hell yeah, that'd be sick. Ooh, Any Trotskyists listening think they're above this? <laughs> Take a crack at it. It's yeah. fine. We'll sponsor you. The um, one yeah. euro for every hour you last without becoming a fascist. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, like it, it, it's, this kind of goes within the argument that I think a lot of people who are who just you know from a lot of communists who are extremely critical mm -hmm. of anti-communism mm. of that this is like these talking points that are integral to like the right into conservatives mm -hmm. and stuff like that mm. eventually will end up on a fascist endpoint mm -hmm. because they just they they internalize it so like the anti-bolshevismus thing yeah, like the only threat you know like it, it goes into the sense of two like which rob is going to do a whole episode with 
probably Yulia about is oh, like me. the historical <laughs> debate in Germany around then like the 90s was it or something like uh, that oh yeah yeah historical debate exactly oh, oh and nothing there was just like as a brief overview there's mm-hmm. a really disturbing like view of history by some German historians uh, it says Stalin is Hitler and Hitler is Stalin <laughs> yeah it's not even just that it's not, it's, not, it's not like you know Hitler was only doing this because he was afraid it was of the Bolsheviks it is a, yeah uh, saying like the, holo- the Holocaust um, was a reaction yeah. to Bolshevism Which especially like uh, like Jewish Bolshevism yeah. and and the theory that it all which doesn't exist. Yeah, there exactly. is no such thing as Judeo Bolshevism. I know, <laughs> but then you like Germans, I, and this is the thing too is that like I do, uh, you know, this kind of goes back in also to with like the Corbyn debate currently right now with like the anti-Semitism and racism mm-hmm. around that thing, mm-hmm. which we're not going to touch with the you know thousand meter pole, mm-hmm. but it kind of at least viewing in the sense of Germany is that like if you poke a German hard enough with any mm-hmm. of these issues anti-Semitism just randomly comes out yeah. just for no yeah. fucking reason and yeah exactly and that is actually what I, the point that I wanted to make it's it's so I was about to say fascinating but it's also very like disgusting yeah <laughs> um, that when it comes to German guilt when it comes to having a Jewish person that survived Auschwitz talking about like oh look at us like look at germany yeah it it changed um we are giving medals to jewish people now <laughs> it's like then 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 it's fine you know as as a as a uh, jew they want to see uh, um easter um as a like as a jewish person and as a jewish yeah poster child but when it comes to anti-fascist work you know that she does like that the thing that actually is effective against fascism because it's called anti-fascism. <laughs> Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look um, at that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't be political. You're supposed to be the poster child for this. You're supposed to be, you know, you, you're supposed to show that Germany changed, that Germany now is giving medals to Jewish people. But if, if you're politically active, that's wrong. You can't do this. Yeah, like, yeah. You can't actually fight. <laughs> how, how, <laughs> how can you be anti-fascist while being in politics when it was politicians who killed all the Jews. <laughs> yeah. mm. it's Got kind of you like, there, libs. I, it's kind of like, it's okay when you're the, like seeing you as a victim or something, but not seeing you as someone who actually is politically active, who actually mm. fights yeah. the reasons for like why so many people were killed during the Nazi regime. Yeah, yeah. Which and is I, fascist, and I think that this also kind of goes. <laughs> I think this also goes into the sense too that then like uh, a lot of a lot of mainstream German thought kind of goes in the sense of that I think that there is a truth to admit that then like something like the Holocaust at least to Jews mm. probably isn't going to happen you know the sense of then like anti-Semitism to that extremity of like you know complete extermination with you know concentration camps and whatnot mm. to this specific group Europe has enough of a memory to like you know remember that like okay not them but when we see then kind of like this archipelago of with like you know the refugee crisis in Europe and whatnot, mm. and how then there isn't, and I'm not saying that you can compare this like you know mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> with the Holocaust, but at least in the sense of like the rhetoric and the and and the ideas and the dehumanization of people, and how there have been hurt, like like for example, I like this group doesn't only do stuff. Most you know anti-fascist groups don't only do stuff, especially Jewish anti-fascist yeah. don't only do stuff to raise awareness for the the Jewish community, yeah, exactly. but for all communities yeah. that then who are being oppressed. Yeah. And then when you know the, like 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 you're saying, when you mm-hmm. then are then when you take the role of them being anti-fascist and then point mm-hmm. out then what is Frontex doing? What is then you know the the these you know concentration camps that have appeared all throughout Europe then that have just are holding people indefinitely given yeah you're right they're not they're not extermination camps they're not they're not in the and it is 
extreme to then say that then a Holocaust is happening in that sense. But these are these are bad situations regardless. And raising your your mouth, you know, raising your voice as an anti-fascist in mm-hmm. these senses, um, being then a part of that, that often then obviously gets ignored. Yeah, you know? exactly. And we'll, we'll talk about um, we'll talk about detention centers in a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah and yeah, I think exactly, that's that's yeah, why yeah, that's why that, I wanted to bring that great, up. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. And yeah, just just to mention like one more time, yeah, this is a an association that is not only like for Jewish um, um, people that that were persecuted by uh, by the Nazi regime. It's for everyone, and it's like an anti-fascist group, and it is very like inclusive in that, and uh, because it it is a union of everyone who was persecuted. um, It also needs to be because as we were talking about off mic, like the. Uh, the Roma and Sinti mm-hmm. by like the German state were largely forgotten about as yeah. victims yeah. of the Holocaust. Like the the memorial in Berlin to the Roma and Sinti mm-hmm. who died in the Holocaust was made by the like what the Jewish Holocaust yeah. Survivors yeah. Association. Yeah. Like they did it out of their own pocket. Like basically, yeah. exactly. And um, I mean, l- perfect example right there is that look at then the instances of I mean, Hungary has racial laws against the Roma and Sinti oh, still yeah. today. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been instances of them of, of Roma and Sinti children being taken away from their families yeah. in uh, Greece, for example, because mm-hmm. they didn't look like the parents. Yeah, because of, uh, yeah. just because they were blonde or something. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. There's like and and in the like current family or labor laws and policies, like everything that Hungary or Orban does is kind of like target targeting this yeah. group. Yeah. Um, a lot of European countries also have your voting rights tied to an address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so this is just, uh, uh, I don't know, just, it's, it's just a gross example of, I think, Germany being Germany, of that then this idea that there's like an apolitical nature of like looking at the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're two left wings, so you can't yeah. then be a non-profit organization who raises awareness yeah. for the victims of the holocaust is just <laughs> this doesn't benefit society <laughs> yeah fuck off and then like i'm just i want to see the list of just disgusting organizations yeah. that have non-profit status in and this it's, country yeah it's it is a fucking like example for the crackdown on on like leftist yeah. associations or like spaces or something yeah there i'm going with spaces again but <laughs> like you, you see mean like physical actual places yeah i, I mean yeah i mean like like places like you know yeah. uh, repression against like leftist uh, places and spaces and associations what what we are not only seeing in germany we're seeing it going like on in in the whole of europe you see it in greece happening with exactly here and uh, you see it i mean we have that thing of course with like uh, in germany for a long time with like squatted houses and, yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff like that but now that associations like big associations like this one or attack are like under fire by uh, the German governor, uh, government and someone like Olaf Scholz like the oh, ministry God. of finance the minister of finance <laughs> who yeah. i make the joke all the time that he's that about him being a leninist there is an interview yeah. with him when he was in the usos he was i think was the head of the usos mm. and he said he was a proud leninist well look at where you are look now at you piece of <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> not all leninists <laughs> <laughs> that happens, somehow that happens a lot too when they are usos they are like like Gerhard Schröder yeah i'm a what did he say like i'm a communist <laughs> so i'm a marxist or yeah yeah the SPD just probably just beats the shit old. out of you, like just mentally <laughs> until you fall. But I mean, like yeah. it's the same thing too with 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 again, like like the Junge Union. Like they're far more right wing and yeah. racist than the. <laughs> 
than the actual like uh, policy you're, that the you when, know when when you're young you got to pick are young, you a Marxist or you just a fucking you know yeah. racist psychopath? Well, like. it's, a, it's the collective like uh, existential crisis that like every Green Party in Europe is facing of just like why is everyone in the youth wing of the Green Party like a socialist? Yeah. <laughs> yep. What's happening, guys? <laughs> You guys just, you know, they have, they have to come to their senses and realize that these incredibly complex, you know, tax breaks that only go to wealthy people so that they can buy their new Tesla truck. Yeah. That's the path towards, you know, uh, you know, the green capitalism. Oh, new wait, deal? the one you can know. camp in? Oh, you, uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't, was it one of you guys no. who sent me the picture of the Trabant with the... No, that no. was, uh, um, what's his name? The head of uh, 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 Jacobin here. Oh, Lauren. But, uh, no, 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 not Lauren. Oh. Um, is it David? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the Trabant with the like tent that you was yeah, fixed exactly, to the top. Exactly. Yeah, 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 that's so much better. Still a better car than the Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves a good Trabant. Yep. Oh, God. Right. Uh, speaking of the 90s, <laughs> here's my transition. Um, actually, how are we doing on time? Yeah. We're at 53 minutes. Okay. We okay. can go for another 20. Yeah. All right, okay, okay. Cool. Okay. All right. Let's see how quickly I can get through this. If not, we can maybe split it and turn it into a second episode. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to walk these guys through something uh, that basically no okay. one in Europe knows about. It's the 90s. My jeans are really wide. Yeah. Um, I have my <laughs> flannel on. Wait, wait. What, what kind of? No, wait, I'm a 90s new metal kid. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this oh, is 1999. Okay. 1999. Okay. I'm yeah. blasting Korn's first album. Nice. Ooh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling this. Yeah. Um, I my I have my very wide jeans. I'm I had I'm, I'm kick flipping over everything. Yeah. I had a crush on what's his name, Anthony. Um, fuck, Korn singer. Oh, Jonathan Davis. Jonathan Davis, yeah, not yeah, Anthony yeah, yeah. Davis. Yeah. I always yeah. mix Anthony it Davis out. is a basketball I know. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's yeah. why. <laughs> the musical, raw musical talents of Jonathan Davis <laughs> on the body of Anthony Davis. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he looks He looks just exactly just like a large version of Jonathan Davis with the with the, the just dreads and everything, but just has yeah. Anthony Davis as like, uh, a unibrow. Yes, a unibrow. Actually, Anthony Davis is a very good player. Yes, I know. That. <laughs> okay. We're not talking about Talking basketball okay. with Rob and Yulia. That's whenever you guys want to do that on your own time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to the like right wing infiltration of like the hi- the academic history in Germany during the 90s, and every second reference is a basketball metaphor. <laughs> That's kind of <laughs> so a good episode. Um, all right, so we're going to be talking about Ireland's like contemporary sins that I feel like a lot of people on the left in the wider world know about. Uh, which is a lovely little system called direct provision, Um, which hooray, hooray for this. So um, this is very in line with what we're talking about, like with Frontex and the kind of migrant crisis stuff. But in October 17th, uh, October 17th, 1999, about 20 years ago now, uh, Ireland implemented a very temporary measure to handle with the large influx of asylum seekers for context, this is when Ireland was like making that moolah. Uh, this was the height of the Celtic Tiger when we had like a shit ton of money in a system that would last forever and it will never <laughs> fall apart. <laughs> um, this temporary measure was an emergency measure because there were so many asylum seekers coming in and we basically didn't have enough social housing to provide for them. And 
uh, instead of like uh, doing something stupid like building a bunch of social housing, um, like fools, like idiots, uh, we come up with a system called direct provision that lasts for six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, what this system is, is we created a bunch of detention centers in the remote parts of Ireland, mm-hmm. uh, very, very far from the capital, mm-hmm. basically, and um, placed all the asylum seekers there. Um, most of these places were made from like compromised and disused hostels, nursing homes, guest houses. Yeah. One was an abandoned holiday park. <laughs> Wait, like, what? I like. I, the- put people on like roller coasters yeah it's like that kind of like shitty internal like oh we can't really afford to go overseas this christmas guys we're going to the weird german (laughs) pony park where like you get to live in a tent for a couple of days and there's a pony you can pet uh that kind of (laughs) that kind of like holiday park that like failed you mean like your your title photo on twitter that's that fun land that's just lit on fire (laughs) i changed it to that um message i got from my friend who told me i've been referred to by some of his friends as the hot communist guy. <laughs> so, um, Ooh, la, la. I, I like that. I like that. It's, a fact. Very much. It's, it's such a good comment. I'm going to screen cap that forever. But um, so, yeah, they're placed in these like really piss poor conditions. I, I want to actually uh, show you guys a photo of one of the uh, direct provision centers yes, in Ackle Island, which is an island off the west coast of Ireland that like... There's like one ferry to get there a day kind of thing. Is oh, the whole the island, island flooded? Wait. Like, no, that's just what it looks like when it rains in Ireland. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's an island. Very, in, very remote island. Like everyone In front of Ireland. <laughs> uh, off the coast of Ireland. Oh, okay. Everyone else there. Um, so is that where the Australians got the idea from? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, They're like, okay, how can we do this? Oh, no, the, the Ackle Island Center is new. Um, and but like everyone else there to like tell you how fucked the economy in Ackle Island is Mm -hmm. everyone else there is like a subsistence sheep farmer and they still speak Irish there so they make most of their money by being like being tour guides for people who want to see the parts of Ireland that still speak Irish that's basically it that's the entire economy um, it's always good when your entire economy is ca- kind of based on tourism or something. Sheep and tourism. It's <laughs> like Greece, but in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> both economies are great. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine, imagine rural Greece, but the weather's shit. <laughs> Fuck. Oh no. <laughs> um, the other things that are provided for them is like three meals a day. It's pretty good, but. Uh, 19 euro and 10 cent per week per adult. Um, keep in mind the cost of living in Ireland is probably like twice to three times what it is in Germany, like in Berlin. Why is that such a specific like number? I I have no idea actually. (laughs) Okay, that's what we have left over. It's like one of those numbers that is like weirdly specific that it makes you incorrectly think there was a lot of like good rationale behind the number <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just like but yeah and it probably is just like one of those like extreme just like bird brain neoliberal just like crunching the numbers until you get the perfect thing it's like all right yep the average human on earth needs 19, 19 euros <laughs> and 10 cents to live throughout the week um it probably adds up to like a round number when you do it like over a year or something i don't know mm-hmm. but uh yeah true yeah well um, if it's what nineteen ten multiplied by what 52. 52. Oh, yeah, probably. Something like that. And also, um, 
But you also (laughs) I know how many weeks there are in a year. Take (laughs) that. (laughs) Take that, libs. Um, 15. I am Nate Silver. (laughs) 15 euro and 60 cent uh, per week per child. Um, Keep in mind, like, uh, to give the context, that is how much you would spend to get, like, food for the evening in Ireland. Oh, wow. Uh, Like, cost of living in Ireland is a lot higher. We have the second highest minimum wage in the Eurozone. It's, like, Luxembourg and then us. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) What a great list of (laughs) horrid tax havens. Um, But before the system in 1999 was implemented, asylum seekers in Ireland had basically the exact same rights as the native Irish. Mm -hmm. Uh, Same access to, like social welfare state, mm-hmm. education, that's applied good. to jobs, yeah. all that's gone now. Uh, <laughs> it has been gone for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, other fun fact is that all these detention centers are run for profit. Yay! Yay! Ooh, ooh, is it privatized or what is it? Kind of. Okay. It's, a, it's a lovely... Po- it's socialism uh, with Chinese characteristics. Uh, <laughs> this is a pi- private-public partnership? It is! Yeah! I cannot stress <laughs> enough, even though Volt Ireland is terribly unpopular, <laughs> public private... They are getting shit done! <laughs> <laughs> Public-private partnerships are like Ireland... The Irish government ever since the 80s has been like oh. super super horny for those mm-hmm. like everything in ireland is like a public private partnership so what that means oh. is um it probably has no relation to just how the economy just completely collapsed <laughs> actually no it was just an excuse to do more of it <laughs> cool yeah um but these centers are kind of like funded with taxpayer money but then like everything that that money is spent on is private so, like, mm. it is privately run. Um, the, like, catering and cleaning companies that are used for these detention centers are, like, private companies. Yeah, they're contracted. In, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so, that's always just, like, an absolute great thing. Um, what else do we have? What other fun facts do we have about these uh, facilities? Uh, it caters for currently about 6,000 people in the thir- across the 38 facilities in Ireland. Uh, but another 1,389 have been put into emergency housing. So now even this system is falling apart <laughs> and they're just being given social houses because the system just doesn't fucking work. Um, and to give context for like how long these people are in limbo because they're here because their asylum applications are being processed. Mm-hmm. They haven't been granted it yet. So that's mm. two to four years on average but some cases, more than more than ten cases, have lasted over ten years. Oh my god! Some of these children are being born into this legal limbo. Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The stated justification is to prevent homelessness, um, because again, we didn't have enough social housing for them, so we put them in these fucking abandoned holiday inns, and that uh, hopefully takes care of them. But it's worth pointing out that. Ireland's economy is not where it was in 1999. And because of that, our asylum applications have dropped drastically. Um, We're spending about like 120 million euro a year on this system. And the asylum population is also considerably smaller, like I think by a factor of 90% compared to other EU countries of a similar size. Mm -hmm. Like Denmark is roughly the same population as Ireland and has like... 10 times the asylum applicants. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the like very obvious thing is this is exists as like a deterrence for more people to come. Uh, That's why the system is being maintained. It's a, 
ideological imperative to have private contractors be enriched at the expense of migrants who are marginalized and immiserated to the point of deterring and displacing other people trying to come into Ireland, which is still relatively popular, like on paper as an asylum destination, because, you know, relatively wealthy, speaks English, Mm. incredibly safe in terms of like, I really don't see like a war situation breaking out (laughs) anytime soon in Ireland. Um, Like what's Iceland going to invade? I don't know. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Not again. It would be one of those weird wars that was like where Iceland and the UK went to war for like three days. Oh, the Cod Wars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because like what uh, uh, the UK accidentally sunk like a fishing boat or something like that. No, it was even dumber. They accidentally fished in what turned out to be Icelandic waters. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> and it's like nope, nope, <laughs> gonna, nope. Not like, fish. That would have been a good reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like one of those things too. Like there was the uh, the emu war in Australia. Oh yeah. Where it's just like when you look at the like the breakdown on Wikipedia, it's like belligerence, like 7,000 emus. <laughs> and then like, uh, uh, um, <laughs> defenders. Like, yeah. And then like the, the Australian army was just like, it was like 30 people just armed with Lewis guns and <laughs> the emus emu. still won. Yeah. Because like, uh, yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. That's anti-imperialism right there. <laughs> yeah. But like, imagine if the, the U- Maoist emus, <laughs> like, can you imagine if like the UK did sink a fish, like an Icelandic fishing boat? That's like, that's like, Four people dead? That's like 20% of the Icelandic population. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, that's Iceland's Hiroshima. <laughs> um, so, but here's the other side of direct provision stuff, which I keep abbreviating in my notes as DP, but then every time I see it, I think double penetration. Um, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but it's the double penetration of... Ridiculous legal limbo and, but drum roll, but um, it's really, that's gonna sound <laughs> terrible on the mic. <laughs> Come on. Of um, horrifying abuse by the staff who Damn. run the places. Oh. Would you know that the both of those are my fetish? <laughs> oh. Yeah, so about 90% of people who end up in direct provision within their first six months develop clinical depression. Um, yep, makes sense. That makes sense. It's also Ireland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, we've all seen the rap videos. Yep. <laughs> no, we haven't. You've shown us. I showed you the rap videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what other great things are there? There's an 8:30 p.m. curfew in people Wait. in pension centers. Yeah, in the the in the centers. They have a curfew. They have a curfew hmm. of 8:30. Where are you going to go on an island? So after cartoons, so the pub. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, um, good. So you can't even make friends, like. Oh the no! Pub. There's several different ways to stop you from making friends. Oh, wow. Don't worry about that. We'll get to. So that. you want to be? Uh, yeah, they want them to be isolated and very isolated. Yeah. We also get back into Ireland's like incredibly poor public transport system, which Fuck. only really exists in Dublin, and in Dublin it's kind of fine, but like everywhere mm. else, namely where these centres are, mm-hmm. does not have public transport at all yeah. it's very like rural america uh, you have to know how to drive which funnily applying for a driver's license in these detention in these centers mm-hmm. is illegal um of so they have no way of getting to like any potential job they could get but don't worry you can't have a bank account either that's also illegal <laughs> <laughs> and you can't apply for a job that's also illegal oh my God. um a lot of these things have been made illegal what else 
Children have had a high risk of being bullied or sexually assaulted in these facilities. Uh, Napulas and formula milk are often denied to newborn babies. Uh, Wait. And then? What? And then? And then, yeah, what what happens? I don't know. Um, The complaint procedure in these facilities is not independent and not confidential. The been various cases of the DP staff, uh, the double penetration staff, um, like bullying them out of like making these complaints. Um, a good example was last last April, uh, the state tried to force a woman living in a center in Meath to relocate to the west of the country to another facility uh, just after her son uh, was born and also seriously ill. Um, this resulted in a protest of like everyone else in the direct provision center. Um, but they were all effectively silenced by the millionaire who owned the direct provision center, claiming that the protest would reflect poorly on their asylum application process, which is not handled, which first of all is completely untrue. The direct provision has no effect over your application process yeah it shouldn't yeah if it's it, private like yeah, if it, a millionaire yeah it. it's completely uh, separate process it's done yeah. by like the court of justice in yeah, ireland yeah. but like mm-hmm. you wouldn't know that like in these centers yeah you'd be course. fucking terrified yeah. um oh, that's disgusting yeah absolutely horrifying stuff um between the years of 2007 and 2017 44 people have died within this uh system uh, notably as such 15 their cause of death was written as unknown or died died <laughs> it's very Irish well, they put down no, cause of death died <laughs> but like death by death death by death <laughs> um, there was no further inquiries into any of those cases about how they died of course no yeah um, I have a lovely quote here from one of the people in these centers. Uh, You feel watched the whole time. There is no real privacy. Everyone watches you come and go. You feel controlled. It's an institution we live in. It's not a home. Um, Well, that's a good quote. That is a good quote. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's worth pointing out that like all the living quarters are uh, stocked with like old, worn and unclean furniture. A lot of like cases of bed bugs. Um, there are no privacy rights. Staff can enter any of the like private rooms without warning. Uh, asylum seekers must adhere to an array of uh, restrictions. You can't decorate your room. You can't drink alcohol. You're not allowed to bring food into your room. Uh, you have to use the food in the communal centers. There's no kettles allowed. No uh, electronics. Uh, can't can only be used no in the communal. Electronics, electronics and kettles have to be used in the communal spaces. Can't leave overnight without formal permission because there's the curfew. Uh, there was a mandatory registration system for everyone who came to visit. They had to like sign in. So did Wait, someone literally just like went like some Irish guy ended up in the U.S. military, ended up in boot camp, and is like, "This is how society mm. should run." Like, yeah, or. A student home in Eastern Europe. More <laughs> that. Like, they went to, like, just an absolutely atrocious place that everyone wants to, like, immediately get out of. And, like, yeah. this, 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 is how you, uh, this is how you run a society. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the courts ruled the, the, like, required sign-in for residents. So this was a sign-in for residents. Basically, every morning when they got up, they had to, like, sign in and sign out when they went to bed. Um, that was ruled unconstitutional in 2014. Um, and there was for many years until the courts banned this again, there was just a complete ban on private visitors coming into the centers. 
So whether that was like if you had a contact already living in the country or even fucking yeah. journalists uh, getting oh. in to see especially or talk to any, uh, Especially uh, journalists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this is just like a perfect example of them because I know that then a lot, of, a lot of people look at them. What would cat like if we had then a scenario where like the mega wealthy then are kind of like dictating who like who can participate and who can yeah. Yeah. yeah this is what that world would look like for them the people who then more or less like you can't get rid of but mm-hmm. you just like yeah. also don't want them to participate yeah 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 it's different. always like a point that in like science fiction and stuff like that i was about to say what is that movie called again um <laughs> which movie which one you mean uh, like Children of Men? Yeah. Where it literally is off the coast of England? Where the yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. 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 The Isle of Wight just turned into a giant concentration. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it really is like, I know that then this is always like an in, uh, you know, a thing that then's entertained of like, what if? But we kind of, like, there are pockets of like, what this world yeah. would look like that are currently yeah. happening of like, you're, you, uh, these people are probably from a place that then is not white, you know, yeah. that then are probably seen as oh, undesirables yeah. then within the European Union. Most... From the statistics I read, most of these people are coming from sub-Saharan Africa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, usually yeah. former British colonies, so they have a bit of English. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And even in that sense, even if then you have, like, this, like, 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 skills of integration or whatever it is, there's still then this mechanism that then will be um, put into place that then that you can't participate. And obviously, yeah. it, is, it is, is, you know, 99% of the time done on just a, a made-up racial line or whatever it is, and which it has is, colonialism. It's so made. easy to do that when you have, like, well, if you have private yeah. owns kind of like um or like private if you have yeah. anything that is like privatized in in this whole like oh, institution yeah. in this whole system is that you can yeah implement your own rules because yeah. you don't have to go buy actual like legal framework or you like make your own legal framework and get it like exactly you know, and lobby exactly. For it to get passed. because it's a company and i run it like a company yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> another example of this would also then be in like the u.s with the like uh with uh, indigenous communities in the United mm-hmm. States about how there's just like a complete disregard for any potential rights that they have mm-hmm. because corporations just write that you know lobby to get their rights written off like uh, stuff with like access to water and stuff like yep. that do not matter for you know when like the Dakota access pipeline was getting mm-hmm. put down yeah. and whatnot that was entirely done through private companies you know laid out through a, a, a program that the US was doing even then to the point of then policing was done by private military yeah. forces yeah. that then was just Blackwater named something yeah. different. And yeah. then, yeah. Water then Black. The <laughs> <laughs> totally Water different. Black. Uh, it was their, uh, like, like uh, they, it, it's really interesting too because they made, like, they made a, uh, a, a company <laughs> that then worked in the United States to then only handle stuff like this. I forget yeah. their name though. But I just imagine them like crossing out the name on like their jackets yeah. or something where it says Blackwater and just write Water Black. It's like the first the first t- the first title is done really professionally, like sewn in, and then it's just yeah. crossed out, written in Sharpie. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. uh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, We're not the same. But the. Um, Oh, let's see. Just what other <laughs> what other tidbits? It's interesting you America you mentioned American companies though because a lot of this is funded by the United States. Yeah, not yeah. the U.S. government, but U.S. Uh, private capital. company. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> a lot of this is coming from our current Taoiseach Prime Minister uh, Leo Varadkar, mm-hmm. who um, who was kind of who had like a slight moment of being like the kind of Justin Trudeau Macron woke Bay wave, <laughs> which he's also then you know doing the same shit when it comes to interning people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, like 
it was because mainly because it was young and there was a big thing about his socks. He would wear like kind of like kooky patterned socks and everyone was like, oh, look at it. It didn't, it didn't work. It actually didn't work in the Irish people because he was kind of known within Ireland of like, he was like... A country where everyone knows each other. Basically. <laughs> um, but he was like known within Ireland. His big political moment was he came out in favor of the same sex um, marriage referendum because uh, yeah. he, for most of his political career, was closeted. He is a gay man. Mm. Uh, and this is why the kind of like lib identity politics kind of latched onto him. But he's also a big fan of um, his big... Genocide. <laughs> well, no, his big thing um, when he became prime minister, first of all, was we need to sort out all the welfare cheats in Ireland. His slogan was welfare cheats cheat us all. Um, That's a real fucking like Lib Dem energy of just yeah, bam. but it, it is very like the precursor. Does he also have a skills wallet? No, <laughs> but it's very like welfare queen almost yeah. like Reagan era shit. Yes, welfare queen. Yes, welfare queen. And like welfare cheating is like just not a thing in any welfare system. No, no, no. It's of course, negligible not. it is. Number. It is always done to then pass like racialized barriers yeah, 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 of entry. Yeah. Um, but like. His big thing is also just like selling the company for parts or selling the country for parts, basically classic neoliberalism. Um, these detention centers are like given huge amounts of money to run, but they're all run by private companies. One of them is a famous U.S. based multinational Aramark. Um, oh yeah, the largest uh, the largest uh, 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 private prison company in the United States. Yes, yeah. uh, they're known for like feeding American prisoners a combination of dog food, worms, scraps of old food for meals. Know. Yeah, they also run a lot of ice facilities. If I'm, I'm not sure mistaken, they do. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's it's all like and basically to run their facilities, they were given like eighty two point five million by the Irish government to nice. like run this shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I bet that they used all that money very responsibly and didn't just <laughs> yep. try to, you know, cut costs in every single corner yep. like oh, that company is sure. notorious for. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they, um, to give people a little bit of like glimmer of hope is the reason this has been going on for so long in Ireland is I would just say outright ignorance. The majority mm-hmm. of the population of Ireland does not fucking know this exists. I mean, yeah, if you put it like in a very isolated rural yep. area, nobody's going to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is like they put it out all in a, a county in the northwest of Ireland called Mayo. And basically every like football team, hurling team, Gaelic football team that comes from there mm-hmm. are all like big anti-racist like activists Ooh. and stuff because they're surrounded by these detention centers. Yeah. So they're just like... Yo, this shit's fucked. I wish I could do a male accent because it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> but like, what does mayonnaise sound like? <laughs> ah, um, Tish. Um, I did have an Irish teacher who told me that's where it was na- what it was named for, but no, it's some French bullshit. Um, but oh no no no, that's 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 some Irish hotep shit. Oh, it's Irish, Irish invented. Good, I like that. The Irish invented mayonnaise, and yeah. they smeared them all over the pyramids. Yeah. <laughs> we rub it on our hands so to get better traction when climbing up the side. Sure, don't you know that's how we did it? Like, um, but like other things is like the UN and the European Union Commission have started to notice this is like a thing, and they're like ineffectually, but still like paying lip service to like you know Ireland please stop um various N- NGOs and like now we're gotten to the point where there are people coming out of the system who are now like Irish citizens and now feel a bit more confident to like protest mm-hmm. um so because this has been around for 20 years 
Mm, it's um, about time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and some Irish court rulings have been like going in favor. So, for example, like I said, like most welfare is cut off, but now mm-hmm. they have gained access to child benefits, uh, which is good. Mm-hmm. They now have easier access to a third level education, which wasn't there before because that's that's usually the first thing most people think of. Like, okay, I'm going to be here for an average of four years. I'm going to get a degree while I'm stuck here. Yeah. Um, because Irish education, third level education is kind of free. The fees exist, but they're going up. Um, but they would get, they used to get charged non-native fees, um, which is if like, if you as an American citizen went to Ireland to study, you'd be charged minimum like 20 grand. Yeah. Uh, whereas for me, it was like 400 euro per year. Um, Okay. Um, Kieran's dog just dropped a toy at Julia's feet. Yeah. (laughs) But the um, and also the uh, weekly allowance has been like tripled since then. It's now like thirty-eight euro eighty per week, which is still not great, but better than what it was before. Last thing I want to say though is that there's still just like a bunch of barriers to working Mm -hmm. uh, because. They also recently ruled that the work permit idea is now illegal. It used to be like a work permit you had to apply for and to apply it cost a thousand euro. Oh, um, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, they would yeah. fucking do that. Well, do that for my 19 euros <laughs> and 10 cents. A fucking week, a week, yeah. I'll just save some aside for this. Yep. Um, but the thing that um, they are like, there's still like the material problems of like you're in rural Ireland, you can't get a driver's license. So there's mm-hmm. like basically no jobs for you to apply to that you could reasonably go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the news for a lot of this uh, that I had to read to figure out about it was in the Irish language. Um, okay. Irish, oh, Irish yeah. language reporting had been much better on this. Mm-hmm. Cause like I said, Ackle Island and like the remote parts of Ireland are the Irish speaking mm-hmm. parts. Yeah. Um, but that does provide like a barrier of entry for the wider world and even a lot of Ireland understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a lot of really great anti-fascist and anti-racist stuff coming out of Irish publications, like Irish language publications at the moment. Oh, um, yeah. Which one particularly funny thing is there's now a nationalist party in Ireland and the Irish for that is Party Nashunta. Um, but like, it's really funny because there was this whole thing where they got really up in a tizzy because when you put Party Nashunta into Google Translate from like Irish to English, mm-hmm. the English comes out as Nazi Party. <laughs> 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 and then this Irish language publication was like, yeah, it's not technically correct, but it is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, um, so yeah, I just wanted to tell you guys and our listeners about this fucking terrible system that exists. So, hooray. Yeah. Uh, this episode, yeah, we're sorry that it was just kind of a downer, but, you know, um, that's Europe, baby. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Europe is, uh, I mean, and to be fair, maybe like the weather is just like influencing our, our outlook on the world. Oh, I have oh, not yeah. seen this. I saw the sun for the first time in like morning, three weeks today, yeah, and it's already second. disappearing. Yep. So <laughs> well, it's it's going it's down. Going down. <laughs> yeah. The one, the one day of sunlight in the past three weeks. I read the r- weather report on the U-Bahn, so like on on the subway, and it said tomorrow there won't be any sun. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> no sun at all. Yes. It's like currently half three, so naturally the sun is setting. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, um, we will. Uh, so I guess like Ireland was a good topic then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There is no sun. But uh, yeah, we will uh, we will uh, catch you guys next week then. Yep. 
Take care. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye.